Needed all my fingers for this one. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Good Night Numbers, by Danica McKellar, illustrated by Alicia Padron, published by Random House Children's Books. For those who don't know Danica McCuller, she is an American actress, the author of many math books, and an education advocate. She's best known for her role on the television series, The Wonder Years. She's also had a role on the series, The West Wing, and has recently starred in Hallmark movies. And on top of all that, she's written 10 books. Goodnight Numbers is a bedtime book that counts to 10, listing off different things in the room that equal each number. Yeah, there's not much more to it than that. Can we make it to 10 and be ready for bed? Well, I hope you know where your PJs are, because I don't know what's going to happen if we aren't ready. The book begins on, as you can guess, the number one. Actually, no. Let's go back before the book begins. As soon as you open this book, you open on the numbers 1 through 5, and there are pictures of number blocks, tally marks, and various ways to say each number. If that's not enough to get you to say, I want to go to bed, then I don't know what will be. Who wants to work on what looks like math homework before bed? When I saw that, I jumped into bed and said, I'm good, I'll just go to sleep. If that's a precursor, we're in for a long one. Okay, I guess we have to start. The number one. We see a baby sitting at the table eating, with, I'll just presume, is her mom. The book says goodnight to all the utensils the baby is holding. So it begins. These tactics are clearly trying to get our minds ready for bed. What if I don't want to go to bed? Is the counting to ten thing a threat? Because I've seen every parent use this at least once. If you're not in bed by the time I get to ten, just see what happens. I've been known to get to nine or ten a time or two in my day. Not the smartest decision on my part. We continue the same shenanigans on the number two, saying goodnight to our various pairs of appendages. Only thing different is there's a different child now washing his hands. So we know there's no attempt to tell an actual story here. And again, it's the same pattern with the number three, just counting shit in the room. This is so boring, I'm about to fall asleep. But I guess that's partially the point, is to put us to sleep. To give everyone a heads up, I'm just going to skip ahead to eight, because I think you guys get what's going on in this book. But to give everyone some time to get settled in, and to give everyone the experience, I'll just count up to the next number we're going to discuss. Let's see. We just did three, so there's four, five, six, and it's seven. Now we reach the number eight. Quote, eight. Good night, eight arms. 
Good night, tall vine. Good night, eight sides on the red stop sign. End quote. Did any of that make sense to you? Because it didn't to me. Every other number in this book counted items and other things in the room. And we come to this number, and it's confounding as to what it's referencing. Let's look at the picture more closely. We see a child in bed with her mother. I would say they were reading a book, but the book is turned 90 degrees away from the both of them. Well, in the book is an octopus driving a car. The author must be referencing its eight legs. As for vines, the only thing I can think of is she's referring to the seaweed as a vine. And of course, there's a stop sign under the sea. I've never seen anything like this. The author literally put a book inside a book to justify things to count. It's so lazy. She couldn't think of eight things to count in a room. How about the corners at the ceiling and the floor in a four-sided room? Sorry, that would have been too hard. Moving on, we get to number nine and, quote, nine. Good night, nine butterflies. Good night, nine bars. Good night to the moon and countless stars. End quote. If I didn't have the picture for reference, I would have assumed just by the words she was describing the inside of a jail cell. But just why? It's a child in a crib. It's becoming more clear, though, that she's running out of things to count in the room. We get past the number 10. I think you can guess what she counts with that one. And the author ends telling us, numbers are all over. I can't believe I'm saying it. Usually I'm begging for more time to go to bed, but I'm ready. This book took it out of me. Thank goodness she didn't make us take our socks off and go to 20. I could never really get a grasp on the author's POV with this one. Was she trying to be so boring that it put us to sleep? Because I would say it was successful, if that's the case. Or was the whole book an ultimatum between going to bed or having to do math? Because neither is all that fun. Danica wrote a dry one here. There wasn't a story. It was just counting to ten. I will give her credit, though, for throwing in some nice rhymes and achieving her goal of teaching us numbers or putting us to sleep, whichever it was. Alicia's pictures, I'll give her credit, too. They actually looked like there was some effort put into them. They definitely weren't what we usually see with the rest of these celebrity books. I will say, though, the pictures themselves were just as boring as the writing. They were a little too cutesy for me. Danica clearly has a passion for math and showed she's more than just a Wonder Years star. All right, let's end this thing and drop the Joe Cocker and let's get by with a little help from my friends. Oh, we don't have that? Okay, then on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.7. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for a couple more bites. This goose is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.